passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Eddie says, thumbs up, you can go, so we go. Al... How you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. I have something for you. I saw a uh, an article on Awful Announcing. They were talking about uh, the Andrew Marchand, John Hourland. Is that his name? Yes, Hourland. Hourland, yeah. Their podcast they had on Jeff Passan. They have a million downloads? Uh, yeah, they have 30 million downloads a month. Good for them. Um, but they had Jeff Passan on. I didn't hear it. I did read the article yeah. about it because it brought up something interesting that I wanted to ask you as a father, Yeah, which is better, which is worse. Okay. So he talked about how he is, quote unquote, a slave to his phone. That's the business sure. he's in, right? Yeah, he was talking about him and Adrian Wojnarowski, how much time they spend on it every yeah. day. Guys like, uh, yeah, and how Adrian Wojnarowski said his dream is that when he retires, he's going to go to the ocean and throw his phone into the ocean. Yeah. And so Jeff Paston said, you know, ever since he said that, I, that's my dream now, too. I, I would like to do the same thing. So he was talking about how he's always on the phone. His kids are talking to him. His family's talking to him. And he's like, yeah, hold on right after this tweet. So my question to you as a father, Jerry, do you think it is better to have a job where you're at home many hours in the day, but you're always on your phone or to work long hours at an office. And when you come home, maybe two to three hours, you have undivided attention with the kids. That's a tough one, right? It is a tough one. And, and it's partly because I, have an idea of what their job is like yeah um their busy season i don't think there's any attention given i don't know how there could be you got to be on the phone for what they do they've got to be on the phone non-stop and i don't mean just texting into i mean on the phone um it's a good one i think at the end of the day you're spending a lot more time with your kids even even if they don't have your attention i think your presence is still is still good um I don't. I'm with them though. I, it's awful. Yeah, it's a tough one. But I think if the kids understand that it's work, as opposed to hold on, I'm watching this YouTube video of some goofiness. Um, I think it's okay. You know what? I think it's okay. I think the presence is better than a couple of hours of undivided attention because that goes away too soon when the kids start playing sports 
and they're not around and they have friends and you could go days without really seeing your kids. So I would still take being on the phone, but being around. Right. And maybe even explaining that to the kids. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like this is, this is the job. Right. I'm not doing this because I want to be, I'm not jerking around playing, uh, you know, video games on my phone. Like I'm working. Right. But at least I'm here. I'm not off somewhere. If you need me, I am here. Because that, I guess, has, is a very cutthroat uh, situation to have. You're competing against other people to get the news out on Twitter. And in some cases, you're competing against guys that you work with yeah. at the same company. Yes. You know, and that's where we're in an age where the accountability, it, it just doesn't exist. Be first. If you're not right, oh, my bad. Whereas opposed to years and years, you had to write a retraction in the newspaper the next day and you'd look like a, a boob. That's not the case anymore. Really isn't. It is funny too, though, how, and this has been talked about before, how, you know, these people are paid by an organization and then they're breaking the news on Twitter. Yeah. As opposed to going on TV live and doing it first there and then putting that video on Twitter. Right. I agree with you. I agree. But I guess the perception is, hey, Jeff Passan is a... We're, I'm not even sure ESPN. where he works. He's ESPN. ESPN okay. Yeah. So Jeff Passan's ESPN. ESPN had it first. He, he used to be <clears throat> he used to be Yahoo Sports. And when Sal and I did the uh the baseball show that we did on, on MLB.com back in my God, two thousand fifteen maybe. You were 14, doing an internet show? Maybe even two thousand twelve. Jesus. It was a, it was online on video and we were doing a highlight show. And we would do interviews. And we would always have uh, Yahoo guests, Yahoo baseball reporters. And he was, we used to get him once every two weeks. Yeah. And you could tell some weeks he wanted no part of coming on with us. Right. But he had to. It was, it was kind of what the deal was. And then not long after that, I don't remember exactly when, but he went to uh, ESPN. Boy, those, a lot of money. those were the early years of internet shows. Sure. What you were doing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think back even to when I was in f- Florida. And I left Florida in 2001, but I remember the last few years there, I was going on interviews and things, and yeah. I interviewed at CBS Sportsline yeah. in Fort Lauderdale, I think it was. Where Sid and Craig worked, right? Uh, yeah. Right. But at the time, I was interviewing with Sid and uh, oh, Scott. Yeah, the guy he always talks about his partner for a while. There. Yeah, he does. Uh, he's based in San Diego. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He does stuff. Stu- he still does stuff for CBS, mm-hmm. uh, like local TV stuff. Um, but even then, it was like you know, this is a talk show on the internet. But that was where you you had to be in front of your computer, right? Even back in 2015, I'm sure you couldn't listen to it on your phone. No, there was no such thing. It was just on on your computer. Yeah. That's when now you're talking about the time, maybe a little bit before that, with Mark Cuban and Broadcast.com. Yeah. And people listening to games on their computer. Do you remember there was a there was a talk radio station just online yes, called I do. Iyata? Yes. Don LaGreca <laughs> worked there. He did? And he got paid a lot of money for a very short time. Yeah. I do remember that. Iyata. Because yes. Don left. So... I did Sports Phone. Don owned Sports Phone. He bought it from the previous owner. I forget what year, mid-90s. I started doing Sports Phone working for Don in 99. Don, because I was working with him overnights here. Don left, I believe it was, I think Don left fan for the Iata show. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure about this. 
It only lasted six or seven months, something like that, but he made a lot of money and went right to the brand new launch for the Michael K show. Oh, okay. So he went from Iyada yeah, to that. He's been with Michael K for 20 something years. Damn. Yep. I remember Iyada, they also tried to get a bunch of sort of Howard Stern related people. Okay. Like uh, guests Howard Stern would have on a lot that weren't big money people, but were known. Yeah, sure. In talk radio, because people listen to Howard yeah. Stern. Yeah. I remember they had Chauncey Hayden, who was, he used to have a Stepping Out magazine, but he used to be a guest on Howard Stern all the time okay. because he was like a gossip guy, gossip mm. type guy. I remember he had a show. Yeah. yeah. I remember Iata. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, I ever attempted to listen to I remember trying to listen to, to Don. I do remember yeah. that. But that's it. And it didn't last long. Yeah. What's weird too is like you said that you and Sal were doing that in 2015. Oh uh, yeah, right. I might have been a little before that, 2014. Something. But even then, it was it was past 2010. Yeah, it, you it, when you, we look back now, we're so used to everything being on demand. Yeah, yeah. That it was not even a couple years ago that our shows weren't on demand. Right, it was live only. Yeah, I know. But now when you, you think about it you now, you think everything's available everywhere. Right. It's not that long ago but where it, it wasn't. Yeah, we got used to it so quickly. Yes, absolutely. And I was really thinking about it like with with anything, like even like in radio, you would hear like teasing a guest, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like for Carton and Roberts, hey, 5.05, you know, that's a big radio listening time. 5.05, yeah. we're going to have Buck Showalter on, and he's got breaking news on the Mets rotation. And if you missed it, you, you were really scrambling to find out yeah. what it was. Yeah, how would you even, you'd have to. You, I'll tell you how. Yeah. You would wait for the update. To hear oh, if they right. played the clips or if we told you about it. Yes, you're right. The 2020 updates. Yeah. Absolutely. Now you can go back and listen to the interview five minutes after it's over. Yeah. Now I can know. Yeah. Or and, just check Twitter. Uh, right. I could either listen to the full interview or check Twitter for the clips of the best of the interview. Correct. Yeah. Very true. But that's also up to the person that's cutting it to put out what they deem right the best of because not all that that, like if you look at our system for instance instance when we have interviews on and i the other i mean it's amazing to me buck was on the other day and there was not one cut in the system at all which was fascinating but usually there are you're literally as an anchor coming in and you're at the you're really at the mercy of the tape op for deciding what he thinks is newsworthy for what he puts in there so that you can replay that, which so many times. I mean, I can tell you, like, at the network, all they do is they take the first three questions and answers. That's it. I don't think they listen to the rest. And so much content gets missed. Right, because you have to soften and you have to soften people up early on. What do you mean? Like, you can't just... Oh, the questions, yeah. Hit Buck Showalter yeah. with something... No, you're right. You start with where a you're going to be critical, critical. And then, and then Evan jumps down a stone. Yeah. That's what they say about podcasts, like the, like the. I'm talking like legit podcasts. Yeah, but Joe that, Rogan gives softballs for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying in general, like even somebody does like a 45 minute podcast, not three hours and 45. Yeah, you start minutes. nice. Yeah, and 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 the person gets comfortable, and then you can get into other things. It's Correct. tough, like on radio, doing an eight minute interview. Yeah, and being able to get their plug in, ask the questions you have to ask, especially if they're wordy. Yeah. Which is a good guest. That's what you want. But some guests go on and on and on. And yeah. It's like, oh, my God, I got 17 things to ask you, and I'm going to get to four of them. Right. 
There's such a nice imbi- – you know who was a really good guest because he spoke but didn't kill you? It was Tory. Joe Tory was a must-listen to uh, every week with Mike and Chris because they were comfortable with one another. He's been around forever. He knew the tough questions were coming when they needed to be asked, and he would always give you an answer. And it never really got contentious. It would get a little awkward at times, but he always gave you an answer, and he was the perfect 15- to 20-second soundbite to where you were able to get in a million questions, and he never gave you that two-second answer or that minute-and-a-half answer where you want to shoot yourself. Like, all right, we heard you. Mike McCarthy is like that. Mike McCarthy will do a 15-minute press conference. It's like eight questions, which is brilliant if you're them. Yeah. You're, you're saying a lot, but you're kind of dictating how it goes and how right. long it's going to go. Because at the end, you like, guys, it's been like 20. I got to go. It's 20 minutes. Yeah, but we only asked you four things. Well, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> I wonder how, like, Mike and Chris used to do lengthy interviews sometimes. Yeah, oh, sure. Right? Sometimes with, a half hour. Yeah, with somebody who maybe a lot of the audience isn't interested in. Yeah. I wonder how that, if they would have adjusted that if they were doing the show on the radio I'll today. I'll tell you no, because Chris still does the same show on satellite. Yeah. I don't think so. And Mike is still doing, um, now it's podcasting. I saw Monzo last week. Yeah. He's still doing his podcast, loves it. He's heavy on guests. They're old school. They're going to do, and you're going to listen to them for them. Yeah, yeah. No, I just mean, like, because it's on the radio. And I think satellite's different. Like, Stern's does it on satellite. Now, I don't think, I don't know, you know, how would Stern, if Stern was being rated at the way radio ratings yeah. get rated, would he be able to sit down with Chelsea Handler for an hour? Probably not, because I think uh, yeah, people would different. tune out. The same thing with Mike and Chris. Like, would they do. Well, I'll tell you this. Here's, I, in my opinion, where Chris was very good, even going way back. Chris knew when to pull the parachute. He did. If a guest was bad, they would look at each other and be like, that's enough. And they, it had to be entertaining. If it's a good guest and a big topic, they would take that as long as they could. You ever hear um, Al Arbor with them? Uh, no. The old Islanders coach. No. Yeah, that was that was tough. It was quick? Uh, yeah, because I think he hung up on them. <laughs> Because I think Russo told him he's done such a terrible job, he should be fired. <laughs> and he doesn't understand why he still had a job. Yeah, that I think he hung up on him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. But they were good like that. Yeah. They would go they'd go right at you, you know, after. And I don't even know in that case if you got the softball to start. That might have been the first question. <laughs> right. It's That's weird, too, even just in the time I've been here, starting with Boomer and Carton in 07, just the how we used to be able to get guests differently. Now sure. everything has got a media department and everything's got to go through this person, you know. Like if I want to get Kevin Burkhardt on, I can't just can't call, call him Kevin. now. I know you got to call Fox. Even though he worked here. I know. He, you, yeah, you have to go through Fox. I tried to get him for the national show that I did in the summer. And I, I texted him. I wasn't going through Fox. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, you know, you know I would do it anytime. Right. He goes, but... Until they actually send out the press release, I'm not allowed to speak to anybody on on radio or television or anywhere. So, oh my god! Yeah, wow, I got you. I'm like, I wasn't even gonna. I was just gonna say, hey, congratulations, and then move on. But he had, he was, and for what they're paying him, I get it. Yeah, they, they oh, say yeah. shut up, you shut up. Um, and he had to wait. And I think that I think that press release came out like ten days later. I'm like, oh, <laughs> killing me. But whatever. Yeah, it's different. It is different now. We also got word that uh, Bernard McGurk uh, passed away. Yeah, this was this saddened me. 
I love Bernie. I couldn't tell which uh, which it was. The the headline of the article said that he it was due to brain cancer, and then the first sentence of the article said prostate cancer. I don't know. I, I honestly didn't know he was sick, Al. I yeah. see. You know, for years I've seen all the Bernie and Sid um, tweets. Uh, I follow Sid on Twitter. I've heard and seen even commercials yeah. for the show. I've seen, you know, social media videos. I had no idea he was sick. I see Bernie on political TV shows as a guest. Yeah. So just sad. I, there's not another word to say. Just sad. Bernie yeah. was one of those guys when I first started back in 97. I always told you I had that Friday um, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. shift, but I would be there by 7 o'clock in the morning because I was a nut. And I'm, I listened to Imus, as you know, growing up. I listened to him in high school. And to be there when that show was going on for me was one of those, holy crap, it's the Imus in the Morning show and whatever. And Bernie was, I think, it might have been Lou, but each, the two of them, were so friendly. Welcome aboard. Whatever you do, don't look at the old buzzard. Um, you know, <laughs> by the way, he carries a gun. It's real. <laughs> you know, whatever you do, just don't screw up. You'll be fine. And every Friday I'd come in, and those two would always say hello, no matter what was going on when they would come out into the newsroom for whether it was, I don't remember who the news writer was when I first started. It wasn't Jane Metzler, I don't think, yet. Was it Tracy? No, Tracy was the last time as a news writer. I'm talking in 97 when I started. It was, there was, um, Christy Muzumechi was one. There was Jane Metzler was another one. But I, I forget who the first one was. Doesn't matter. Point is, they would always come out if they had a question for them or Charles needed something rewritten in the copy. They always got, and they would always say hello. And Bernie was, he was a nut, but he was just such a, ah. How did they hook up, he and Imus? Like, do you know where they, I don't. How he got To that be quite job? honest, I don't. I mean, I know Charles was, was with Imus at ABC. Um, or NBC. Uh, NBC, I'm NBC. sorry. I don't know about how Lou and Bernie yeah. hooked up with Imus. I'm not sure. I know Rob Bartlett, I believe, was with Imus at NBC. So was Larry Kenny. Um, Breen, I think, met him at Fan. I don't know if Breen was on because he was so young. I don't know if Breen was with him at NBC at all. Um, but that's a good question. I don't know. And Bernie didn't even get to retire. God, was still working. Terrible man. It, it, there's and you talk about this is where everything sucks. You're talking about a guy who ran. Right. Who exercised, going back to those. Now, think about the days I'm talking about, 97, 98, 99, 01, 02. We didn't, even though we knew, nutrition and fitness was not like it is now. And Bernie was one of those guys who ate well, lots of fruits and lots of fruits, lots of garlic. That was a big joke that he always smelled like garlic. <laughs> and he always said, it's the healthiest thing. I'm eating my garlic. And he was in shape. And this happens. I mean, give me a break, honestly. And not, no disrespect. The fact that it's amazing Sid still is doing well compared to where these two were in life. Like, it doesn't make sense. Right. And I'm I'm thrilled for Sid and his family, and that's great that he's doing well. But how is Bernie gone? God damn. Yeah. And I said to Eddie, this is that, I've brought this up a million times to you, but when it's somebody... I've never met. I've never met him because I I didn't get here till right till, after he was gone. Yeah, after the yeah. whole Imus thing, obviously. So I didn't know him at all. But um, 
again, I was like, you know, he was here yesterday. Where is he? Yeah. Like where? And the only thing I could think about is like, like when you go to, I'm trying to think of like when you go to sleep, right? How yeah. you don't, you're there in your bed, mm-hmm. but you don't have any, nothing, right? You weren't with it. Nope. So that's what it must be like in death. I think just nothing, but then you don't. Yeah. It's just so, it's the weirdest thing to me. Sure is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you step on a bug, that bug's hopping along. Right. Gone. Gone. Right. You know, where's the bug? The cat that hits hit by the car, right? And we have fun with that, but not fun with it. But you know what I mean? Like it, (laughs) you're here one day, you're gone the next. Yeah, and everything can change in a blink so fast. This though, from I saw I saw Sid's post a little while ago. It sounds as if he really struggled for a while. Bernie did. He was in a lot of pain, and yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah, the cancers, man. It's hard. It is just horrible. Ah, depressing. Yeah. Bernie was a guy I always thought would live to be 110. 64? 64. Good God. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That's not far from now. Well, do you remember Imus's age when he passed? 70s? Probably? Younger than I thought. I think he was 76. Yeah. I only say that because he had such a hard life. He looked old. Yeah, yeah. When he was in his 40s. So I feel like Imus was 70 for 30 years. Right. <laughs> I don't think, I, if I remember, I want to say he was maybe 77. He was younger than I thought. Let's see here. Don Imus, if I put that in. Uh, he was. And was Bernie here the whole time Imus was here? Or you're not sure? That's what we don't know about, like when Bernie got here. By the way, Imus was 79. 79. Yeah. Uh, was Bernie? Um, was like we're that? trying to th- like uh, when when Imus started a fan. Was Bernie there with him? I believe so, but I'm yeah. not 100 percent on that. I just remember listening, and whenever I listened, he was always there. You think Bernie has a Wikipedia page? Yeah, yeah, but probably. Oh, I'm gonna go yeah. Google that later. I would think so. As a, he's a morning talk show host in New York City, I'd be yeah. surprised if he didn't. Well, I don't have a Wikipedia, and page. you are too. You Good know point. why? Because we don't get extra money for doing that show. That's so right, it Jerry. Count. It doesn't, doesn't count. count. We're killing time is what we're doing. <laughs> Even though I think it's better than that. Yes. No, the the, the early morning drivers appreciate it. I agree. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So rest in peace, uh, Bernie, Jerry. For what that's worth. For what that's worth. Just, uh Hmm. Well, it's depressing. Well, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, you know, I like to uh, bring up, well, you know, radio people, they, they, they pass. He, he was a guy, longtime radio people. They don't no, exist much anymore. They want. They don't exist much anymore. The the long time radio people, you know, you you don't know if you're going to see that again. That's true. We might be the last bunch. Yeah, especially like you mentioned, Don Lagreca, been with one show for twenty years. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but is it? How long have you been with Boomer? Fifteen now, right into sixteen. Well, but but it's like a, a crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, how long has has um, Robin been with Howard Stern? <laughs> Since like eighty. Two. Think about that. That is an eternity. Yes. And I know she's had her physical yeah. issues, which I think she's through, but I believe so. They fought through a lot together. Yeah. So it is, it's it's nuts, man. It is nuts. Man, this like there's so many cancers. No, oh, it's it's please. Right. It's, I, yeah. I'm waiting one day to, you know, 
you know, blood coming out uh, somewhere. And that's and that's the things like where you go, oh, you know, he ate healthy, he ran, it, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, certain cancers it doesn't care. Nope, they'll just get you either way. Can I can I lighten the mood yes, for just please, one Jerry. minute, just on the on the way out? Yeah, I'm curious if you're interested in this. And All what right, you think when I say this. Do you know who's playing at Count Basie in Red Bank next week? Count Basie Theater, Red Bank. Can you give me some sort of hint? Not enough to give it away. Comedy show. Comedy show. Mm-hmm. Jim Brewer. Oh, it's a good. Yeah, no, it's a good guess. It's a though. good guess. Jim Gaffigan is playing there too, but that's not what I. I he's not who I meant. Jim Gaffigan played the Garden. He's playing the he's, Count Basie Theater in Red Bank. Yeah. All right. Is this somebody you didn't think could fill the Count Basie Theater? Oh no, no. I or you thought they could. Don't fill understand it more. why he's playing there. <laughs> Kevin Hart. No, that's a good guess. Jay Leno. Jay Leno is going to be at Count Basie in Red Bank, New Jersey, <laughs> next Saturday, the fifteenth. What? That was going to be an old crowd. You, you think? I would go though. Yeah. If I could, I don't think I can next Saturday. That's my son's got a six o'clock baseball game. Yeah, how about that? And Andrew Dice Clay is like after him a few weeks if he doesn't decide not to go the, yeah, the same I, day. I can't go. But see I'm just saying, like I would go see Jay Leno. Jay Leno next Saturday, Maybe and I'll apparently this was from two years. This was from the pandemic year of 20. Rescheduled for 21. Rescheduled it for this. Oh wow! And it, it is on now. It is going to happen. Maybe I will check that out. Yeah, I thought that Man. was. I thought that would be right up your alley. Jay Leno. I have not seen Jay Leno. What he looks like in years. Okay. So who? I saw him the other night. Is he all white-haired? Oh, yeah. yeah. He still has the goofy. I mean, his face, it, oh. he is what he is. The, the, the strong I chin. He was doing a, he was hosting a game show on Channel 4, I think. Really? I saw him. And he still does that car show. Yeah. So he's still out and about. He's just not doing the late night thing. Just doing his stand-up comedy. Yeah. Kind of funny. They say before he got the Tonight Show job, he was, and they they say, like the comedians say, he's one of the best ever to, Stand up. to do it. Yeah. But bef- and like what you saw in the Tonight Show is not really what he does because he was doing jokes from that day's news to an older audience. Got it. And that like when he was a comic in the clubs, he was like filthy. Yeah, and like really funny. And yeah, I believe it. Somebody that pe- that the comics themselves would stop and watch. Wow. How about that? He's I might look into that, Jerry. He's made a lot of money. It's close enough to my house, Red Bank. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a Saturday night. Yep. It'll be old people there, so I don't have to see any teenagers. No teenagers. Perfect. Yep. It's perfect. It's right up your alley. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Tomorrow, we will do cool games, because it's a Friday. We'll get you ready for Mets, Padres, and all the NFL actions. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's 5.01. It is the calm before the storm. The baseball season ended yesterday. The baseball playoffs begin tomorrow, and in between, we've got an NFL football game. The Eddie Scazzeri, it is really nice to see you. And across from me, his name is Al Max Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, it's so good to have the regular season over. What a long, it's just a long, know, very long season, Jerry. But this is where I get depressed. Why? When the... Because there's, for me, not you, for me, I love sitting down at 7 o'clock knowing I have baseball every night. Me too, Jerry. <laughs> right there with you. Now, I do know we've got it for the next few weeks. Yes. But I love the I love listening to Ron, Keith, and Gary, and, you know, even Michael Kay and David Cohn and Paul O'Neill. And that's gone. That is gone. That is gone for now. Because they're gone now. Right. Their seasons are over. Correct. That is kind of sucky. We should be able to get Gary, Keith, and Ron, and the Yankee fans should be able to get Michael K. Well, you'll get them in pregame stuff. You're just not going to get them during the games. You know what's funny, though? Radio, we get the local announcers. Yeah, well, the, because the, the local radio is protected from the national terrible broadcasts. But why, do they, why don't they protect our local uh, I don't know the answer broadcasts. to that. I don't know the answer to that. You have to ask uh, Matt, uh, Spike. Spike? Yeah, he's the boss. <laughs> He's gonna no, know I know, that. but you can make the same case for radio and, and national yeah. radio as they do for TV. Yeah, I that's... know it's about money, but there still has to be something else to it. I wish there were a podcast, Jerry, that could uh, answer this question. Why don't for you me? start one? I'm sure there's probably one out there already. <laughs> yes, I a media podcast, Jerry. You know what I saw today? So Joe Burrow talked about getting concussions yeah. and everything. He made his comments on the Colin Cowherd podcast. Doesn't the guy do a radio show, any TV show? He needs a podcast, yeah. too? Well, same Jim Rome does the same thing. Jim My Rome has a goodness. radio show and uh, is on television, uh, CBS Sports Network. And, and he does a, a regular podcast? podcast? Yep. But is it? Yes. Evan but his podcast, podcast is not about sports, though, is it? Isn't uh, it about his life? Yeah, the Jim Rome reinvention That's a little podcast. different. But prior to that, he was doing the Jim Rome interview podcast. Oh, all right. Well, then I stand uh, corrected. Knows? 
Well, right. you look at the statistics. Colin Cowherd's company tells you he's got 50 billion downloads a month. So I don't know where All they're right. getting their numbers from. All right. Well, you could go but get 50 yeah. billion downloads talking about the baseball schedule. I and suppose. Networks. Yeah. So uh, if you love your local Yankee broadcast, listen right here on 101.9 WFAN and always free. On the Odyssey app. You get John and Susan. Doo-doo-doo. And by the way, the same goes for the Mets on WCBS 880. Oh, yes. Good point, Jerry. With Howie and Wayne. Gary, Keith, and Ron should squeeze into that booth with Howie and Wayne. Make it a five-man booth, Jerry, well, for Keith, the playoffs. Keith is uh, still on the shelf as oh. he was on during the game yesterday talking about having surgery and being out the last couple of weeks. Because he fell on a curb. Yeah. In New York City. Yeah. Sucky anyone, for him. If anyone helped him up, did he say? Was the, did people it's New York. Come... Probably not. Unless a Met fan recognized him. He would didn't we say have whether, picked him up? He, uh, I would have p- helped pick Not him up, Not if it Jerry. was him. If it was another another man that fell oh, in no, and we no, didn't know it was Keith was Hernandez. Scamming. I would think he's scamming me. So would I. I hate to say but that. But if I so saw actual I. Keith Hernandez, I would help pick him up. No, I don't think well, I would yeah, pick him Keith up. Keith Hernandez, of course you would. I'd say I'll give it a shot, Keith, but I I, I weigh half of your weight. So right, he I'll, might pull you down. Yeah. yeah. Now all of a sudden two of us are on the ground needing help up. By the way, I saw uh, an alarming photo on the internet yesterday. Alarming because I wasn't there. Uh, there's a uh, ice cream place called Jersey Freeze. Okay. Uh, the Freehold location. A photo emerged of Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen eating an ice cream cone. How great is that? Oh, my gosh. That's the most Jersey thing ever. Uh, eating ice, ice cream? Not really. No, I'm just saying those two together. Oh, right Yes. Now. Like th- that means they had to call each other and say, "Do you want to go, go for- get a cone? You want to go for an ice cream? What would you do if I asked you that? If it was the summer, I might go get a cone with you, <laughs> but not in the middle of, Octo- of October, right? <laughs> when it was freezing and raining. Right now, today wouldn't be a bad day. It's gonna be seventy-five and sunny. Yeah, well, good for them. Keep- Maybe they were out and they were, you know, seeing the sights, and they said, "Ice cream, ice cream." You know what I could go for? A Jersey Freeze ice cream cone. Is there Let's anything, go. Is there anything better than a slice of pizza and then some ice cream after? Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially I mean, come that on. one on the boardwalk that has the vanilla orange swirl. I, yeah, I don't care Coors. for that. I don't care for that. Coors or Coles? Is it Coors? I think it's C-O- I thought it was, oh, okay. H-R-S or C-O-R. I don't know. It's a good question. Either way. Coles is the shopping store. I know that, but I also thought that was the ice cream thing, oh. too. I don't care for that orange one. Really? I want the vanilla chocolate. No, because that's not real ice cream. That's like some weird fake. No. Vanilla, chocolate. That's it. Okay. That's fair, Jerry. So, the, and the, and in the photo, Bruce Springsteen's holding his cone up, and it's all dripped on his hand. <laughs> so he's got the same problems we have he must when you have, get a cone. He must have been talking the whole time to Bon Jovi and not licking his cone. Imagine those Imagine. licking away. <laughs> yeah, just seeing him. Because uh... <laughs> it is very odd to... Lick a cone in is public. Is that Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. No, he's not sucking down an ice cream cone. Uh, no, nope, no, he is. Like when people go, uh. <laughs> I don't know if they make that noise, though. I mean, if I, I can see you do. You're alone. Most people don't go, uh. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, we went to the Asbury Park boardwalk, and Gina got an ice pop. She was walking. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. She was walking down the Asbury boardwalk doing this with it. In and out, in and out with the ice cream. It was like, oh, what are you doing? Practicing. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> yeah, it's like a crowded boardwalk. I'm like, what are you doing? Could you, like, eat that like a normal person? Becoming a meme. <laughs>
by 13-year-old boys walking around with their camera phones. I also took video of her a couple of years ago. We went to Ocean City, New Jersey. Yes. And she got a chocolate-covered banana. Oh, come on. I swear. It's <laughs> oh. so strange. Got to be careful. We're not in public. Oh, you don't eat that. Uh, yeah, so I well. Missed- I missed out on that, Jerry. Now. I will not eat a banana, except I will break it. In public, yeah, yes. I break it. No, even at home. Oh. <laughs> Just so I'm I'm in the habit and the routine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Like, I, I have a banana on my ride into work every day. <laughs> at about the midway point. <laughs> I do not break it when I'm I in the car. I know you do. I heard you're very excited about that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, Jerry. I guess uh, the big story last night, and uh, Boomer will be very excited about this. Is Rangers? Je- no. Oh. Jeff McNeil won the biting title. I know he was very yeah. pumped up and shoving it in the he didn't space play, though. yesterday. He didn't play. I mean, he came in late in the game and played the field. He didn't get up. I And that's fine. I mean, he did great all year. Wonderful. But, like, Freddie Freeman's out there last night. He went three for four. Really put the would have put the pressure on McNeil. Had he gone four for four. I think he started three for three, too, I think. I'm not 100% sure about that. But Freddie Freeman went three for four, got the average all the way up to within a point. And was that game played before? I thought every game started at 4 o'clock. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so that's what they wanted. Yeah. I, and I know Clayton Kershaw. How about him? The ageless Clayton Kershaw. Five innings, nine strikeouts. The Dodgers The Dodgers were a 1-11-51. 1-11-51? Like, so much conversation is about the Mets, the Mets, the Mets. And I know they blew the division and all that. Fine. The Mets, the Braves. The, the Dodgers won 111 games this year. Anywhere else, any other season, we'd be talking about, well, it's, this is just pointless because the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. Yet we just kind of dismiss them. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, They're on the West Coast, Jerry. We don't even think about them. I, I, so that's a mistake. That's I, a mistake. I don't talk Dodgers ever since they left Brooklyn and broke my heart. Okay. All right, fine. When I was young. Right. When you were You weren't born When did yet. they leave? Was that 58? In the 50s? I think. Like, where was I in 58? You weren't nothing. I know, but that doesn't you make any sense. You were nothing. You weren't around. You didn't exist. That's like saying, where was I in 1740? Yeah, Nowhere. where were you? Nowhere. But we were, there were people There here. were people. Just you like just people have here. passed. Yeah. And they're no longer here. I wish our brains we are. could go back to, like. Get, the, get in the DeLorean. From where we were born. So, like, I want to oh, remember. Oh, you want to remember everything from the time of birth. Yeah, like. September of 69, that was probably when the Mets were winning the World Series. Where, well, I was alive. I'm sure yeah. I was in front of the you TV. You were developing. I was developing, Gary. You were developing. I'm still developing. Because as humans, we never how many, stop growing. How many TVs did you think your parents had in their house in one. 69? Right. Maybe one. Right. That's probably about it. One that was the size of a piece of furniture because it was the, the giant <laughs> the dresser box. with the little screen in the middle of it. It is so different when you think about TVs from, forget 69, from the 80s to now. Oh, yeah. Those big tube televisions. And they were so heavy. Yes. And like, now you buy a 60-inch screen TV, you put it under your arm, <laughs> and you walk out of Best Buy. I remember being like, uh, we got to take the TV and move it down to the basement. I'm like, what? All four people had right. to come help. I know. What? Now we're hanging it by ourselves on the wall and that with was a, a little bracket. Yeah, and that was like a 32-inch TV. It was heavy. You had a 32-inch screen TV, huh? At one point, Jerry. The Dukes were rich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I did also see, oh, by the way, the uh, in the American League, League Luis Arise mm-hmm. 
won the batting he title. Did. 316 he finished. And do you know that the Minnesota Twins tweeted yes, out? Yes, I was tagged on that like you were. The Minnesota Twins tweeted out a picture that said, all arise. Yes. Just like I mentioned yesterday, Jerry. That's unique. That is cool. His name is Arise. Aaron Judge is All Rise. All Rise. Well, no, Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge. Oh. That's just a radio call. <laughs> I mean, just to be fair. But All Rise is his, his name. His name is not Aaron All Rise Judge. <laughs> <laughs> I would change it legally if I was him. You, <laughs> I guess you could. Aaron Judge is changing his name to All Rise. If you got a guy playing basketball and his name is Ho You Fat. <laughs> Oh, you fat. You could definitely change your name to All yep. Rise if you oh, wanted to. Oh, that was to. like, that was a, everyone had a good laugh at that player's expense yesterday. Yeah, I don't know that we're laughing at him as much as I think you're in disbelief that that's yeah. actually his name. And on the back of a jersey with the spacing in the proper places. Yeah, I mean, I don't, What's I don't his know. Name? Uh, Steve Ho, you fat. Ho, you fat. And that's how it's spelled. Yeah, Ho. And they're right. You. It's not one word. It's fat. it's three different words for yeah. his last name. It's and it curves strange. around on the back of his jersey because yeah. it's such a long name. Yep, yep, yep. Now, I also see that uh, the Mets are planning. And by the way, in fairness, yeah. Arise did play yesterday. Arise. And did have a hit. He walked a couple of times, but he did play. And Judge did not. And Judge did not. Judge did not. That yeah, is- so that's not fair. They should make you, if you were, in order to win the title, you got to, and you're not injured. You're medically cleared to play. You should have to play. I don't think you can do that, especially not if everything's like if you're Aaron Judge, he hit 62. Clearly, he was I mean, he was playing for more than that. He wanted to play every day. I'll be the guy that always calls up this radio station. What if Aaron Judge got hurt yesterday? Right. Right. He would be screaming. Oh, yes, of course. Now, I personally, I I love the fact that he wanted to play. Great. Go out there and play. It's what you paid to do. But I also understand not playing him. It's been a grind. He's played, I think it was 57 straight games. He got the 62. We know what we're doing now. We're playing next Tuesday. It's enough. Right. Don't go out there and get hurt. Like I under- someone I, yeah. beans him in the face. I understood that. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible. Who knows? You never know. You pull a, pull a hamstring or in first base, a quad. Who knows? Tear a groin. Uh, oblique. An oblique. Yep. So now they'll play the winner of the Guardians and the Rays starting Tuesday. Yeah, I was looking at that uh, American League. Uh, wild cards. It just just from a national standpoint. Yeah, Guardians. Tough Rays, one. I'm interested. Then, Blue Jays and Mariners, though. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Do you think the country's interested in nah. Mariners? I don't think the country's interested in anything except the team in their city. That's and true. I think the ratings bear that out. Yeah. Good point. No one is interested. I mean, very few people are interested in these games around the country. I think the Dodgers and the Yankees have some appeal around the country, but not even that much with them. Yeah, that's true. You know, Red Sox too, probably, but I don't know. Cub was interesting. You had uh, the Cubs and um, I'm blanking out. Cubs and Indians in the World Series that had interest. That had twenty. I mean, that had twenty six, twenty seven million viewers. I think that World Series. And it, and it built and grew each game. Because they were perceived as loser franchises who who were now winners. Not loser franchises. But now but, winners. But franchises that hadn't won a World Series yeah. in forever. So that that was intriguing to the country because there was something extra attached to it. But I don't think. It's just what it is. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's like hockey. It is a, you know, we sit there and we, we bow to baseball. Baseball's no better than hockey ratings-wise. So, whatever. That's what that's good for Boomer. It is good for Boomer. I agree. 
Or the, the baseball ratings are horrendous. But baseball was interesting for the national audience back in the day. Before football took over. Yeah. Like, you know, when you were a kid, I was a kid, Eddie was a kid, we would mm-hmm. we would watch the World Series. Oh, for sure. No and I, and I'm still interested in it, but I don't think people in, in Iowa are. And yet they'll watch Jaguars Colts. <laughs> On a Thursday night. Yeah. I mean, like, tell, let's let's be serious. Tonight's game is hideous. Colts at Broncos? It's terrible. Yeah, no interest. The Broncos are brutal. They're not good, and they're not fun to watch, at least not through four games. And Matt Ryan looks like, eh. And the Colts look like, eh. I have literally zero interest in watching this game. Matter of fact, I probably won't watch this game tonight. But people around the country will because it's the NFL. They love the NFL. The NFL is king and has been for a while now. Oh, yeah. All right, quick break. I know you got a whole bunch we're going to get to. Let's do that Mets thing next. We will do the Met thing next. It's 516. Alan Jerry, it's a Thursday on The Fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You know, we kill baseball players, and rightly so, for you know having a hangnail and missing a week. It is amazing watching this MMA stuff, which is on CBS Sports Network right now. Not us. Um, how do these guys get up and fight again in a month? It's amazing. There's a guy right now bleeding from the ear. Profusely. He's bleeding oh, by the profusely. Way. Yeah. yeah. And the other guy's got his blood all over him. Yeah. And they're not stopping the fight. The guy's got bleeding ears. It means he must have got punched right in the eardrum. No, no, he's good. He's fine. Move on. We continue. Yeah. It's Anyhow. rough, Jerry. That's yeah, a is. brutal sport. Yep. Now, I see uh, yesterday that the Mets are now planning to start Max Scherzer in game one, Jerry. Yes, Buck Showalter announced after the game, Max Scherzer starts in game one. Max Scherzer in game one, and I guess if they win game one... It'd be Chris Bassett in game two, probably. Okay. And then then you've got Jacob DeGrom for a game three if you need him. If not, then you've got DeGrom for game one in L.A. and then Scherzer for game two. Do you like this strategy? I do, because Scherzer... um, DeGrom, his last few starts, whether it's been a blister, I don't know what the deal is. He's not been his typical self. Now, people will kill him for his start in Atlanta. In Atlanta, he made he gave up three solo home runs. The rest of his start was terrific. 
but he gave up three solo home runs. Not good enough. Um, and that's it's. I think it's three in a row where he hasn't been quite himself. So I like this. I have no issue with Scherzer starting game one. And if, if, if they ever won the first two games, and I don't know that they're going to win the series, let alone win the first two games, but if they did, now you're all of a sudden set up for, you know, DeGrom Scherzer in L.A. That part you have to like. Now let me ask you this to put on your prediction hat, Jerry, and I see you wearing it around the office sometimes. Do we see Jacob DeGrom on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think I I think we're gonna have a three game series. Yeah, me too. Now you got Scherzer, and I I don't know if it was announced, but I do see as the probable pitcher is you Darvish on Friday for San Diego, who's given the Mets fits, but the Padres are coming here to play. It is going to be it's gonna be chilly. It's not gonna be freezing cold. I mean it's gonna be seventy five on Friday, but I know it's going down into the forties. I don't know that that matters all that much. Um then you've got a night game Saturday again with I guess Bassett. Could be DeGrom. I don't know. I'm not sure what they're gonna do. But I do think that this is going to be a three-game series. And then they're either going to play from everything I read Sunday. Right now they're scheduled for 7.30. I thought I read somewhere that they would, depending upon how the other games finish, they could potentially bump the Mets down to 4 o'clock because the Cardinals, if they're playing a game three, would be playing in prime time. I did see that as well. I think I saw it from a Newsday reporter. Okay. Neil Best. Not Neil Best. Oh. Uh, the, uh, a woman. Uh, okay. Lauren, Laura, or Lauren something. Oakman. No, she's from Fox. Yeah, this uh, this woman covers the Mets. She does a lot of Mets okay. coverage on uh, Newsday. So Very I did cool. see that as well. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Jerry. I think we're going to see a three-game uh, series. I do, too. I just Unfortunately. think. Unfortunately. I think the Padres, for one, I'm trying to find her name. I think the Padres, for one, are really good. Um, the I would tell you this, though. Josh Hader is their closer. They made the move to get him. And I don't know what he's done lately, but for a, when he first got there, he was horrible. So get into their bullpen. You never know. Now he's only been in the game if the Padres have a lead. But um, that's, I think, is a little bit of a weakness for San Diego. At least it was for much of the second part of the season. So we'll see. It's a good lineup, though. I mean, we know that. And it's going to be it's nothing easy about this. Like taking for granted that the Mets are just going to be in the NLDS is a big mistake. Yeah, I don't like that. Me neither. I'm not a look-ahead guy, Jerry. I like to look behind and regret things. (laughs) And then I also live in the moment, Jerry. You know that. Laura Albanese? I believe that's her. There you go. I believe she. I saw her. You follow her on Twitter? I don't, but like Neil Best will retweet some stuff from her. Okay. So. I think you should probably follow Laura Albanese this weekend. Okay. Because she gave it's you the mean, information on the game times. I, I believe she it was her. She will be there. Yeah, I'm looking at her. Sports writer for Newsday. Uh, lover of underdogs. Okay. Just like you. I like underdogs. Um, and Brooklyn born, and she covers the Mets. Yes. So then there's also a woman at the New York Post, the one who was fighting with Craig at one point. Maybe it might have been her as well. I don't know. I don't know, Jerry. Oh. I get so confused. I know. Well, it's because you're just, you know, constantly scrolling. Jerry, I'm, by the way, my cable... And internet went out yesterday for many hours. Oh, really? Did your phone still work? Your cell service well, still yeah, work? Well, yeah, I got my cell service. So I had no TV at night to watch, like, uh, sports like I do. So I was just scrolling and scrolling like a crazy oh my person. God, that's, uh, your day, no disrespect. We all like our own wave. Your day on a daily basis sounds brutal to me to begin with. Yeah. Now you throw that into the mix? Oh, 
and the uh, the Bradley Beach message. Where's that Sal clip? Hang me, kill me. <laughs> that Bradley Beach message board was just like, "Is your internet up? I'm on Lorraine Avenue. Is your internet up? I'm on Brindley." Oh, it's funny. Like it was just all people. Why didn't you just tether from your phone? You know, I tried doing that. It was not didn't work. It, it works have... really well with me with a laptop. Very well. Yeah, it has worked well for me in the past. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Matter of fact, at Blue day. Point last week. Yeah, that's how I. That's the internet I used. I didn't use Steve's MiFi. I used my own phone and tethered, as they You're say. You tethered it, Jerry. Yeah, it worked really well. When you tether, can you use the phone and the laptop at the same time? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yep. Oh, You're sharing the signal. Oh, okay. I don't know about video, though. That probably would not have worked. Yeah. But. I don't know. Yeah. I don't By the way, the auction an auction house has offered that fellow who caught that the. That rich uh, dude? That rich dude from Fisher Investments who caught the. Uh, Aaron Judge, number 62, they yeah. offered him $2 million. He has not accepted yet. But I thought I read he said that's a very fair offer. Oh, is that right? Maybe he's still negotiating. Maybe Laura Albanese wrote that. Yeah, I don't let's know. see if she's I'm not sure. I thought I read that somewhere this morning. Oh, okay. That's that, a, that, and by the way, that is a fair that offer. That is a very fair offer. It's not the all-time. I don't care what you think about Bonds or not. It's still not the all-time home run record. Right. So it's a great baseball to have, I suppose, if you're into that, but... I think it's fair. Yeah, I believe that's a fair offer as well. And I would, if I was that guy, I would take it immediately. Yeah, I don't disagree. Until for fear that it goes away. I don't know that it would go away, but the number could come down. Like, where do you suppose he has that ball right now? In his pants, right in his uh, underpants. I don't know. Maybe on his dresser. On his dresser, the thieves could break in. No, I, well that. That is true. Ooh, you know what I would do? I'd get one of those uh, boxes at the bank where you go. Uh, a safety deposit yeah, box? Yeah, I'd go safety deposit not box. Not a bad idea. Of course, Put they could ra- break into that too, but They yes. better not. That is a good idea. That's uh, Well, FDIC insured is only up to like $250,000. Yeah. So that wouldn't even. He'd have to go. What's that one in London? Lloyd's of London. Lloyd's of London, He yeah. should be insuring the ball. Now, can you put anything you want in a in a safety deposit box? Like, do they check? I'm sure there are rules, but it's going to be up to you to follow them. Like, can I put drugs in there and just hide drugs? I don't think you're legally <laughs> allowed to, but if you're asking me if people do, probably. Can I just take a bunch of drugs and guns and put them in a safety deposit box? Again, the legally, no, but do you think people are doing it? Probably. So they're not checking anything in there? What do you think? They're randomly just opening safety yes. deposit boxes? No, they're not. No, so they're let's not. say I'm a murderer. That's different. Get a warrant. Go no, open it. But no, let's just say I'm a murderer and, I, and my calling card is like cut your hands off. I put your hands. That's in- what you just came up with? Cutting your hands off is your calling card? <laughs> Jeez. Out of all the murder documentaries you watch, that's what you came up with. <laughs> I was trying to think of a body part that would fit into the safety deposit you box. You want to put hands in a safety deposit yeah, so box. that's allowed. It's not allowed. <laughs> it's Legally, you can't do it. But people do. Legally, you can't walk into a super, into a convenience store and rob them. But people do it. Let me ask you this. Let's say the person who runs the safety deposit boxes, they go back there and it smells. I would think you might be able to get a warrant in some way, shape, or form to open them up. Yes, because you're concerned about the safety of others in that case. Okay. All right, that may, that that's fair, Jerry. So we would like a clause (laughs) in all safety deposit box contracts going forward. No human hands. No human hands, no guns and drugs. My goodness. Just things you really I need. I guarantee to... you, you sign some sort of a contract that says that stuff. Yeah. It has to be. What you ever think... see the fine print on these things? What are people using those for then? Um, I don't know. Jewelry, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> guns and hands. <laughs> yeah.
not hands. <laughs> Your safety deposit boxes. <laughs> uh, Jerry, do you uh, think Daniel Jones is starting? I do. I've said that all week. I've said it since Sunday night. Is that right? I have, yes. I think he, st- I think he will play this weekend. They said he practiced uh, yesterday. Yeah, and I even saw some of the video that SNY put out there. He looks fine. I saw Kim Jones tweet that he looked mobile. He did. Yes, he did. And he said he felt good, said every day he feels better. Still a long ways away from Sunday, so we shall see. I think he's playing Sunday. I've always thought that. And you've mentioned they haven't signed another quarterback. They have not. So it's only him and Davis Webb right now. Correct. That is correct. Here's my prediction. He starts the game, and then he doesn't finish it. You might be right. I mean, would would I be stunned? No. But I still think he is starting the game. I do. I okay. thought that right from the the fact that he went back in the game on Sunday, um, to me, at least told me that, you know, he's not as bad as it could have possibly been. That's true. Right. And they set him out at a wide receiver, too, when they put him back in there. Correct. Yep. Not that he was running routes. No, but someone, but yes. could, uh, someone legally could have just blocked his ass right on the line. Correct. That's what I would have done if I was the cornerback. I'd be like, you were going... <laughs> You were going down, Daniel Jones. I'm sure someone was going to try and, as you would say, work the leg. <laughs> I would definitely work the leg. Of course you would. Now, I also see that uh, Zach Wilson did not participate in part of practice. But right. Sala says, because he's got an ankle issue. Correct. But Sala says he will also be ready for Sunday. Yeah. no. I, so listen. we'll have two limping you quarterbacks. Actually, you actually think that, that uh, Zach Wilson's not playing? I don't one? know. Come on. We're going to have two limping quarterbacks no, out there in no, New- no. for the New York teams. You know that he's going to be out there. Stop it. Come on. If you tape up an ankle sprain and, like, you really tape it up tight, does that prevent the it from getting worse? No. So what do they wrap their ankles Well, because it does give you support. Oh. You can still you can still injure it worse. Of course you can. But it's like, you know, it's like putting a brace on. A little yeah, support. Wonder, like, what, a little what, ankle what support. Do? Again, it keeps it in place a little bit more than it would otherwise be. Think of how your ankle, your, hey, your foot flops around with the ankle. Now all of a sudden you wrap it tight and tape. It doesn't flop as hard. The same with like I see someone in a knee brace. Or not you realize a... you actually were mimicking eating an ice pop and <laughs> ice cream cone today. I do recall that, yep, for a segment. That actually happened on the air. Yeah. So, yeah, you tape it up. You try and tighten it as best you can. Give it some extra support. And then hopefully he can get through a game. He wouldn't be the first guy to get through a game with an ankle sprain. Right. It's so, a long season, Jerry. It's a long season. How about this? Protect him and let him throw the ball. Remember I was saying last week about, I forget who it was. I, it was the Patriots quarterback. I remember watching the game. I was saying to my son, I'm like, just, I just want to see the kid take the seven-step drop, have a moment to actually survey the field and make a throw. I would like to see Daniel Jones for once drop back and not have to run for his life. That's all I'd like to see. And if right. this offensive line can do that for him this week, he'll be fine. Yeah. I don't I, see that to be the case, but I'd like to see it. I miss that in quarterbacks. Just the drop back. I have no interest and no ability to run. I'm just going to well, drop we've back. We've seen it and, for 22 years yeah. with Tom Brady. Yes. You know, I mean, there are there have been. Matt Ryan is not going to really take off and run. He's a drop back guy, and he's going to get sacked a lot because he's not very mobile. But that's not the case with every team, as we know. And if you are mobile, usually it makes you a little better of a quarterback. At least it can. Yeah, uh, yeah. I miss the 1980s quarterbacks who were not mobile. They were statues. Yeah. You're right. It was a different game, though. Although I did watch something with the Mannings, and Archie Manning was a 
The oh. scrambler? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He was all over the place. He forgot to pass that on to his kids. <laughs> uh, as was Fran Tarkenton was a big scrambler. To. Roger Staubach. Was he a scrambler? Yes. He was? How do you not know that? Roger the Dodger. Right. Roger the Dodger, right. Come on now. All right, listen, great friends, great tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. 537, more coming up than Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Nice to have you with us on this Thursday, quarter to six. Boomer and Geo coming up then. Alan Jerry with you for another 15 minutes or so. Jerry, my favorite story of the day. I saved for segment three. Okay. I, Fraudulent list of baseball teams heading into the postseason. <laughs> I jokingly said on uh, Monday or Tuesday, whenever that uh, the fan ran on the field. in uh, Yeah, this is hilarious to me. Was that the Sunday night game? Rams? Monday night, I think. Monday night? Yeah, Monday night game, Rams-Niners, uh, where the fan ran onto the field, a uh, animal activist. He was mm-hmm. had a smoke bomb that was blowing out pink smoke. Yeah. And uh, one of the dudes on the Rams, Bobby Wagner, mm-hmm. leveled him because he was on the playing Correct. field. And I jokingly asked you, Jerry, can he sue Bobby Wagner for tackling him? He is. I hope he gets in. I hope he hires an attorney, and I hope he gets into court. And the judge listens to him and says, I've heard you. You're going to jail for three years. Yes. And now you owe us money for wasting our time. Correct. This is hilarious to me. I'm with you. I hope they either do that to him or or go, no, we're not hearing. You cannot actual do this. crime cases exactly. to deal with. Stop wasting our time and the taxpayer's time. I would fine him for literally every moment of every day that is spent on this case. $1,000 an hour. You're being fined. <laughs> And then you're going to jail. Yeah. Oh, by the way. And there's going to be there's gonna be no, um, you know, no appeals. You're going to jail and you owe us this. Don't have it? Great. Go find a bail bondsman. Yeah, this is so stupid. It's actually, if this goes any further, it's embarrassing. 
Right, like if if like Bobby Wagner has to take time out of his day, right, to go deal with this punk. I do like what he said. He said because uh, I asked him about it. No, I moved on. <laughs> I don't have time for this. Nor should he. Good. Nor should he. They I asked him about the lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, that's. Crazy. And they're like, I've seen and heard and read uh, multiple former players that have talked about this. Everyone on this has said the same thing. What the, I think Bart Scott said, I would have dragged him to midfield and kicked him. <laughs> like, get off the field. This yeah. is not safe. Not to mention the fact that he had a smoke bomb. Right. Like, what What if that was something more than just a pink smoke bomb? Right. I was like, surprised that uh, that Wagner and uh, I forget the other guy in the Rams who went and knocked the guy down, like that they weren't concerned as I know to what he was carrying. I couldn't agree with you more. And if you allow this to go forward, you are setting a very dangerous precedent. So I, I hope he gets tossed in jail so fast. Me too. God, terrible. And I hope his stupid. punishment is he has to go to the Rams practice in no pads, returning kicks. And then we you really want to kill him. All the Rams get to level him. Just put him in jail. Put him or in. put him in jail. And what are you in here for? Well, attempted robbery with a gun. What are you here for? I wanted people to know about murdered pigs. Yeah. So and I, listen, his cause phenomenal. That's not where you do it. Yeah, we don't. We are all for. I have no not problem with his pigs. cause. Don't do that though. Right. Get out your message a different way, a safer way. Maybe tweet it out. That would be a start. Maybe hire one of those airplanes by the beaches. I that love that idea. Tells you. Uh, there you go. Tells you about it. Very good idea. This was a strange one also yesterday, Jerry. Cole Beasley retiring. I don't know if it's strange. I, You know, I, I look at it this way. You've got a million different things going on with Brady now. You've got, when the receivers are all back, he's going to be seventh on the depth chart. They're starting to come back. He probably, like, do I need this? Like, they needed him. I shouldn't say they needed him. Yeah. I thought like you did because they were so beaten up in the wide receiver position. At his first game, he was going to get, you know, eight yes. targets. He barely looked his way. He's they probably they like, did early, they looked his way. Well, and they then... did on that third down or that fourth down play where he made a great catch. Right. But they didn't throw the ball much it. to him. Right. He's probably like, I don't need this. I was you know reading what? some of his uh, story, and, you know, he had brought his family to Tampa, and then the hurricane hit. And I think mm. that was also like, could, what, are yeah, we, sure. what are we doing? That could be part of what it, too. What are we doing here? Yep. And again, if you've made it, I don't know how much money Cole Beasley's made. He's made decent money. Yeah, he's probably fine. It's you know what, kind of like what Giselle said. I need Tom to be a dad. It's time to go be a dad. Yeah, it's okay. How old do you think Cole Beasley is? Thirty five. Yeah, thirty four. I'm gonna go thirty four, Jerry. He's played eleven seasons. Just Google he's it. Thirty three. He he well he'll be thirty four. Eleven seasons, Jerry. Yeah. What do you think he's made in his career? Because he came out of nowhere with the Cowboys. Yeah. He really did. And then he went to the, did he, he probably signed a decent deal with the Bills, right? I'm going to say maybe. Maybe, I don't know. $19 million. Uh, his Cole career Beasley. earnings, let's see. So with the Cowboys, yeah. his average salary his first three years was $500,000. So $1.5 million his first three years. Then he made good money. When he went to Buffalo. Um, his average, he got, no, in Dallas. Oh, in Dallas. He got a four, after his first three years where he played for like the rookie minimum, he got a four-year, $13 million contract. Nice. So that's okay. And you're right. With the Bills in 2019, he signed for four years, $29 million. Nice. Good so he's him. made good money. Yeah, he's made good money. He's made twenty nine forty two. He's made like $43 million. 
Now, I don't That's know. That's pretty good. Jerry. I don't know where he lives. I'm guessing yeah. not Texas and not California or New York. Right. So, but still. Pretty well, good. That's not bad. No, that's for an NFL player. That is pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. That's not Gary. a quarterback. That's not a quarterback. Like right. Blake Bortles, I saw retired. What did he make? Seventy million. He made forty-eight million dollars. Okay, it's amazing. <laughs> it really is. Now he wasn't an AFC Championship game, right? But good lord, that is true. Oh, and congratulations are in Thank order you. for Kyrie Irving, Jerry. Yes, how about this? He's welcomed a baby boy. I will tell you, having watched – now, again, I know he goes up and down. I get it. But having watched him in the pre-training camp press conference and then his press conference after their first preseason game, he seems locked in. And maybe, maybe, new baby, a lot of focus, changing his – I don't know. Now they, I did, They're a good season. I did read further down than normal, Jerry, so I did get some information. He's, second line? Uh, second paragraph, actually. There He's, you go. Uh, the name of his new baby boy is Evan Roberts Irving. <laughs> it's not Evan Roberts yes, Irving. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's not. He said he named him after his favorite talk show host. <laughs> he should name him after me, then. I've been his biggest supporter, even when he's acting like a lunatic. Evan, Ro- Evan Jerry Irving. We call him EJ. EJ. There you go. EJ Irving. It actually has a pretty That's good pretty ring good. to it. That's not terrible. That is And now he's good. made more than $43 million in his career. He did. And evidently they paid him one year, not even play. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Kevin Durant. Oh, that was Kay Diddy. Yes. He just got hurt and then didn't play half the year because of the pandemic. Right. And did not get paid. Oh, that's right. Right, 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 right. Actually. Good point, Jerry. How about that? Good point. Anyway. All right. Let's take a break. And the Rangers played last night. Preseason hockey. I was actually contemplating going to the net game tonight. They're playing the Heat. I know it's a preseason game, but you can't get into Barclays Center on a normal regular season game for less than 100 bucks a ticket. You can't. Good seats available for like 60 bucks tonight. And everybody's expected to play except for maybe Kyrie because of the baby. And what time is that game? Here's the problem. Getting to Brooklyn. Yes. is brutal. Yes, of course it is. Here's another problem. Watching preseason basketball. <laughs> I gotta, I'll tell you what. It's actually better than regular season basketball. Yeah, people seem into it. Yeah. It's I, weird. I will tell you this, Eddie. The pace of play is be- was better the other night than most regular season games. And I think that's because once the starters come out, those guys are busting their ass for a, for a roster spot. So it is actually a little bit better. I would actually right. have to watch a regular season Well, you don't game. care. You're no. like Al. It's like they can't talk to you two. All right. Odyssey Sport. You guys should be on uh, Talk FM somewhere. Um, Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on the LA Angels. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes, so we get you to Boomer and Geo, who are eagerly waiting for 6 o'clock. We've got Max Scherzer and the Mets against the Padres on Friday. Yankees await the winner of the Rays and the Guardians for next Tuesday. Colts and Broncos tonight, and the Rangers lost. Go ahead. What do you think of this, Jerry? The uh, rapper Fat Joe, you familiar with He's not so fat anymore. No, he's not fat, but he's not changing his name. Well, you got to be who you are. He's going to be still Fat Joe, even though he's thin. Yeah. Said he put way too much money in. It's kind of like you in a way. How you're not so? as because you're not nearly as boring as oh. you like to portray yourself. I trust me. I know Monday through Friday your life is hideous. I get that. But my what, life is tremendous. What is? I just, I just I mean, don't do anything. Yeah, I just sit at home. But it's Friday, awesome. Saturday, Sunday, you're a fraud, boring guy because you're actually all over the place. Sundays no more. I'm right in front of the television. All right, because of football. But football. in the summertime, you've gone to. I know you've gone to. Um, 
like uh, not flea, well, yeah, flea markets with Gina. You've done things like that. That's exciting. No, but he's <laughs> but he's out and about. He We're goes antiquing. out to dinner. He goes to concert. He'll come in on a Monday. Yeah, I was at a concert at That's the Stone true. Pony on Friday Good night. Point, Jerry. Like you're the opposite on the weekend of what you are during the week. And you portray yourself as this boring guy. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch. Let me just tell Adam Wainwright. Can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.